0: Hello, Dave Ives here with the Praise Win Broadcast inviting you to go to the praisewind.com website where you can find literature and music and messages. Go to How to Be Born Again page and check over those scriptures prayerfully and pray and ask God to reveal the truth of those scriptures to you. If you are born again, it doesn't hurt one little bit for you to go check yourself in the faith You read those scriptures, and if they cause your heart to rejoice and you agree with them, well, then we're in agreement, and you're in agreement with the mercy and the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. Now let's pray. Lord God, open our eyes to your very present truth. Lord God, not some abstract philosophy, but the living truth, present by your Holy Spirit. Thank you for what you did for us, and we give you all the glory and the praise in Jesus' name and amen. Once was a girl cherished peace
1: She found solitude obliging So she climbed the stairway in her mind From behind her eyes she was hiding She sang Ah, ah I'm alone I'm at peace Ah, 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 I'm alone I'm at peace But there were times When from behind her eyes She found she was lonely At the foot of the stairs Sometimes people there But oh, they just seemed so frightening
0: She sang ah, ah, ah
1: I'm alone, I'm at peace ah, ah, I'm alone, I'm at peace One night After ceaseless crying She cried out to the God she hoped was there. Comfort warm. Calm that storm. She heard love call from the foot of the stairs. He says, open the doors. I'm here to take away your fear and grief. I'm the king of kings I'm the prince of peace
0: She sang off I'm in love. What does it take for me to please God? So many people see God as a hard taskmaster, that he hates anyone who is not full of perfection as he is. The exact opposite is the truth. God loves the imperfect. He calls us to be forgiven. He calls us to have righteousness like putting on a coat. Jesus Christ made available to us garments of righteousness, and he wants us to put them on and be confident. From that position, from that foundation, we can go forward and we can do all kinds of good works. We can have a satisfying life. We can have mercy toward those who need mercy. We can receive mercy when we find ourselves imperfect once again. I'd like to start out by directing us toward the Old Testament prophet Micah, Micah 6 and 6. The prophet asked the question, Wherewith shall I come before the Lord, and bow myself before the high God? Shall I come before Him with burnt offerings with calves of a year old? Will the Lord be pleased with thousands of rams, or with ten thousands of rivers of oil, Shall I give my firstborn for my transgression, the fruit of my body for the sin of my soul? You know, I think that that's most people's mindset, that somehow they have to sacrifice. But the truth is, the real truth, is that God has provided a sacrifice, and his name is Jesus. God is not really interested in you beating yourself up or spending the rest of your life in remorse for your sins. The Lord is not pleased with us trying to pay for our sins with good deeds. The Lord will be pleased when we do good deeds because our sins have been forgiven. Let me say that again. God is not interested in you trying to settle the score because of your past sins by doing good works. He wants you just to simply receive the righteousness of Jesus Christ in exchange for your sins, and then from that position, do good works. In verse 8 of our chapter in Micah 6, God answers the prophet, and he says, "'He hath showed thee, O man, what is good.'" and what doth the lord require of thee but to do justly and to love mercy and to walk humbly with thy god you see once you've allowed jesus christ to come into your heart once you put on his righteousness like a garment and you wrap yourself up in jesus christ perfection for your sins your good works Have an eternal value to them, not just some passing feel good moment. The Lord wants you to do justly, to have mercy. And the Lord wants you to walk humbly in His presence. Those three things do what's right, do justly, love mercy. Don't take every advantage to get the better over someone just because they're having a hard time. No, encourage them. Have mercy. Do your good deeds. And then walk humbly with thy God. You yourself once embroiled in the very fault that is troubling you about that person. Walk humbly with God. Have mercy and do justly. You've got to know what's right and what's wrong. Your mercy isn't really mercy if you're blind. To know what is right and to know what is good, God can give us that understanding. And we can look at evil and have mercy on the victims of evil. But in order to do so, we have to understand justice. And we have to understand right and wrong we can have mercy on the wicked and we can have mercy on the just if our eyes are open to truth this is brought out further with the apostle paul in ephesians 4 and 14 it reads this way that we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men and cunning craftiness whereby they lie in wait to deceive. But speaking the truth in love may grow up into him in all things, which is the head, even Christ. You see, it's God's will for us to be one with Christ and to grow into that understanding and grow into a productive and a sincere relationship with christ when we don't understand what the truth is and we don't understand what's really going on around us we're full of confusion we're tossed to and fro but can i tell you you can look at the situations around you and understand good and evil and still have mercy a lot of people want christians to have mercy to excuse themselves this is what the Bible means when it says the slight of men and the cunning craftiness. If I'm walking in the light, if I have a sincere and respectful and humble relationship with my God, walking with Jesus Christ, I don't have to try to be a Christian. I am one. And I don't have to prove to cunning and crafty people that I'm a Christian because I know who lives in my heart I don't have to have my good intentions and my love and my mercy manipulated. But I need to understand what good and evil is in every situation. First John 3 and 18, Jesus makes this understanding even more clear. He says, My little children, let us not love in word, neither in tongue. But indeed and in truth. You see, along with loving justice and mercy and walking in humility, we can do deeds of love if they are also in truth. It's being empowered by the presence and the power of God to be able to do these things. Many people want to walk in truth, and they have no mercy. Many people want to use the Bible, the Scriptures, the truth. Their competitive nature, their manipulations are only trying to cause you to be less than them. Don't join in with that crowd. Jesus wants us to walk in truth, no doubt about it. But he doesn't want us to use the truth for anyone's defeat. He wants us to use the truth to build people up. He wants us to have mercy. He wants us to walk in love. And a lot of people sacrifice the truth to do so. So many times people get it in their mind that somehow they're not walking in love if they say something that causes a dispute either in the situation or in a person's life. Listen the truth is going to have that effect. The Bible says the light shines in the darkness and the darkness comprehends it not. Whenever we say the words of truth, there's going to be a disruption. There's going to be a conflict. What we need to make sure that we do is be willing to love that person in the conflict. We need to be willing to be merciful and loving and supportive even in the conflict, not avoiding the conflict and avoiding the truth, thinking that that's love. You see, love and truth together show that support and consideration. I hope this helps you today. I pray that in Jesus' name, that you walk in mercy and justice and humility and in truth and in love. In Jesus' name.